Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former CMP examiner. So I want to come on today and discuss fatty liver disease and how it can be related to VA disability. So not a ton of people ask me about this, but actually a ton of people suffer from fatty liver disease and a lot of people don't even know that they have it, right? So, but this is a condition that a lot of people get, um, as they start to age, right? Um, and there are a few different kinds and I wanna talk, today I wanna talk about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and then I wanna talk about alcoholic fatty liver disease and how some of those things can be um, related to service and, and how it could be relevant to you, right? So um, alcoholic fatty liver disease is kind of, um, like it says, um, alcoholic related, right? So um, it, usually it's due to heavy alcohol use, um, and there's some impairment in the liver cells, right? There can be some damage to the liver cells based on um, overconsumption and over time just causing some damage there, right? Um, this can um, often be related to a veteran that maybe has a service-connected disability for PTSD with alcohol use disorder or something like that, right? So especially, um, you know, if you have PTSD or depression or anxiety and then you just overuse substances, right? And maybe you're not service connected for the alcohol part. There can still be a relationship there that we can show if you have developed alcoholic fatty liver disease, right? Um, there are many veterans that are service connected for, it's combined with their mental health condition, right? So like PTSD with um, uh, alcohol use disorder, right? Or substance abuse disorder. So that's um, can be even easier to show if you start to develop fatty liver, uh, alcoholic fatty liver disease, that that's kind of an easy connection to make in my opinion, right? Um, so if that's something that you have been suffering from or that you are uh, diagnosed with and you have a mental health condition and alcohol use disorder, um, that's something you might wanna take a look at, right? So the one I actually see more commonly in my role um, that I have as a medical expert assisting veterans with um, medical opinion letters is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So, um, this condition I see a lot, and it's not usually related to alcohol use, right? Um, I see this in a lot of veterans that are overweight or have, um, you know, a higher BMI, obesity, stuff like that. And so a lot of times what I'll see a, a veteran get service connected with obesity as an intermediate step, right? Whether it's, and we've done videos about obesity, obesity as an intermediate step before, right? So whatever it was that caused you to gain weight, um, whether it is you know, a series of orthopedic conditions, you've got a bajillion, you know, knee, ankle, whatever, um, and you've gained weight over time, whether it is your mental health condition has caused you to have compensatory eating habits and um, social phobias and you don't go to the gym, whether you have asthma and perhaps you just can't work out like you used to because your, um, you know, respiratory tolerance is just in the toilet, right? Um, Whatever it is, if, if there's some obesity as an intermediate step, you can show that there's an, a relationship, right? Um, also, diabetes. There's a lot of overlap with diabetes if you're service-connected for diabetes, right? Um, so <clears throat> I'm going to just read off a couple of the um, pieces of literature that I use that you guys can go like, I'm not going to read the actual citations, but you guys can go look at these if you want to talk to your doctor about it or use it when you're... Um, thinking about fi for filing for VA disability. Um, so one is, um, 
the diagnosis and management of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, practice guidance from the American Association for the Study of Liver Diseases, and um, that was published in 2017, um, and hepatology, and it discusses um, other conditions like obesity, diabetes, hypertension, um, and other emerging conditions like sleep apnea um, that are associated with the disorder, um, obesity and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, bio... Uh, chemical, metabolic, and clinical implications. That was published in 2010 in Hepatology. Um, that discusses a ton about um, obesity and how there's, you know, really scientific stuff about how it can be related to some of these conditions, coronary heart disease, diabetes. So if you're service-connected for some of those, that's a really good article. Um, another one, Non-Alcoholic Fatty Liver Disease and Type 2 Diabetes, published in 2018 in the Indian Journal of Endocrinology and um, Metabolism. That's another one I use for people that have diabetes and they're trying to get a secondary service connection for fatty liver. Um, one more I'll throw out there. So, um, Non-Alcoholic non Fatty Liver Disease and Diabetes, Two Sides of the Same Coin, Rationale for Gene-Based Personalized um, NAFLD Treatment right? So that was <coughs> published in the Frontiers in Pharmacology in 2019. So that's another one I use, especially for those that have diabetes, okay? So those are some good articles. You might want to rewind this video and just slow it down and write them down and go take a look at them, and those can be some somewhat helpful. Um, so we talked about fatty liver. We talked about um, non-alcoholic and alcoholic. Now let's talk about service connection for it, right? So you got to have three things. You got to have a current diagnosis, right? A current diagnosis, not 25 years ago. I mean, really, it's not probably going to improve, but let's make sure we have current documentation. Um, you have to have an in-service event, injury or illness that's related to the fatty liver disease. So maybe you got diagnosed on active duty. Maybe it's secondary to another condition like we talked about before. Um, and then you have to have a medical link or a nexus that is showing um, how those are tied together, right? So um, we just talked about that. Um, so how does the VA rate it, right? So it can be rated anywhere from 10 to 100%. Um, this is all found online. You can um, look it up. There's a lot of good websites. You can look at the 38 Code of Federal Regulations. So 10% causing occasional fatigue, uneasiness, um, and anorexia. Or if they're... <coughs> I'm so sorry about my cough, y'all. Um, don't think I have cancer or anything. I had COVID a while back. I hate to tell my own business, but I had it a while back. It was very mild, and um, but my cough has just like it. You know, it can persist for a while afterwards. So, anyways, um, ten percent is occasional fatigue, uneasiness, anorexia. If they're incapacitated, incapacitating episodes totaling one to two weeks in the past year, that include symptoms like fatigue, uneasiness, nausea, vomiting, etc. 20% is significant fatigue and then all the rest with two to four weeks in the past year that um, caused those symptoms of fatigue, uneasiness, nausea, vomiting. 40% is significant fatigue um, with anorexia, uneasiness, and weight loss and swelling in the liver. Or if there are incapacitating episodes, incapacitating episodes totaling four to six weeks in the past year. 60% is going to be um, the criteria from 40%, and it's um, six to six weeks or more. Um, and then 100% is just near constant, completely disabling symptoms, right? So there's a little bit more language in there too, but you can, um, you know, look it up. You can look it up under 38 CFR. 
um, 4.114, schedule of ratings, digestive system, and it is under diagnostic code 7345. So I hope this was helpful. Um, a lot of people, like I said, this is a really common thing. It's This is not like an out there thing. This is a super common disorder, the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Um, and if you've had tons of alcohol consumption over time, you might have some changes there already. Um, usually we take a look at this when your liver enzymes are a little bit up, that starts us to look at that um, from the medical standpoint. I hope this was helpful. This is one of those lesser known conditions that I think tons of people probably have and just aren't rated for. So um, if you guys have any questions, just drop them in the comments. I'm happy to answer them. And I hope you guys learned some stuff. All right, thanks. See ya.